Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Welcome back, you guys. I'm so excited to be here today with you. Um, We have a really good topic. We're going to be talking about work and calling and the difference between the two and how they work together, actually. So let's start off with a quote by Christine Kane. It says, I have realized that nothing else matters besides this. Am I doing everything God has put me on this earth to do? That's a question I'm asking myself so much these days. So the strange thing is that for me, never once in my entire life did I question or consider my purpose, my role in this world. And that's pretty sad. I'm already in my mid to late-ish 40s. And it wasn't until a few years ago that I actually stopped to think and consider this. Um, so a little back background. Um, when I became a teacher, it was not a cute story. Uh, it was, I was pregnant. I didn't know what else to do. And so I remember in college, it was always cringy when we were in class, different classes, teachers would go around asking everybody why they chose to become a teacher and why they made that um, call to go into that career. And everybody always had these cute stories of wanting to be like their favorite teacher and their mom and their grandma were teachers and they wanted to do the same thing. And then they got to me and I was, and I was like, I was pregnant. I didn't know what else to do. So lame, like so not a cute story, but that's a truth. And so when I think about work, I remember I started working as soon as I was old enough. Well, I actually wasn't even old enough. I was only 13. My friend in middle school, her mom had a toy stand at the flea market where we lived and needed help. So I worked and I got paid 13 years old hustling. But the thing about work with my mindset from very young, because I had a single mom with many kids, she had seven kids and she was on welfare. We were, we didn't have money. So we, we didn't have extras. If there was anything extra that we wanted, it did not come easy. And as soon as we were all old enough to work, we knew that, you know, we wanted things, we had to go work and buy them ourselves. And so the mindset was that survival or work was just a means of survival. You pay your bills, you can buy a few extras and, and that's about it. And it's, it's sad because that's literally how I thought of work was just getting by. Um, I again, never considered my calling or a dream for that. I just didn't, didn't even know to think beyond having a job and getting paid for, you know, basic needs. And I can say, honestly, in my family or in my circle, there's really nobody that I can think of that I saw as a vivid example of living out their dream or their calling or living out this fulfilled life. And I'm not saying that people in my family weren't fulfilled in what they were doing or they didn't have good jobs. I'm not saying that at all because some of them did. But I just, I don't, I'm not aware of anybody really dreaming big and living out their dream. So 
it's it's kind of sad when you don't have an example, but then you just don't know better, right? As you're growing up yourself and making decisions, you you just do your best. My kids have learned the value of hard work. I could say that um, as soon as my girls were old enough to work, they went right to work. My oldest, she had a she had a tough first job. They both had tough first jobs. My oldest was 15 when she got her first job at Great America. And it wasn't close to us. So we had her go stay with my in-laws for that summer. We would get her on weekends and stuff. And she did a lifeguard job. And that was a tough job because she was in the heat. And she's, I remember she would always complain about, I guess you have to, you have to constantly move your head so that you're scanning the areas. And she was doing this in the dead heat and she hated it. And then Shortly after that, she, uh, at home where we lived, an Amazon plant opened. And so she went to work there. And then Mia, my middle daughter, her first job was at Red Lobster. And so she learned a lot about the corporate restaurant industry. And again, her too. She hated that job so much. But there were some really good lessons that came out of both of those experiences or each of those experiences So I remember clearly with both of them, you know, each at their own place at their own time, we had these conversations about people, their coworkers being adults with families of their own, homes, cars, bills, adult bills to pay for on the same income that my teenagers were making just for fun money. And it really was an eye opener And a good example uh, my kids had for developing empathy and appreciation for their jobs. I mean, they can they can work wherever they want, wanted to. And um, even my son, Cruz, he's he's only 12. He's created a brand. He's hustling. He's grinding. He's he's already inspired to do his own thing. So I'm really proud of him for that. He does chores around the house. I pay him. How many of you guys pay your kids for chores? I think a lot of people do. I hope I'm not one of the minority. Um, He gets and he uses that money to buy anything extra. So it's my money. But you know, he does work. He does work. He has to earn his money. I really believe strongly in that. And so the kids hated their jobs, right? Their first jobs. And I don't think they've continued hating every job they worked for. But I remember clearly they hated their first jobs. And I never really, I don't remember hating any job that I had growing up in all the years that I worked. But for last year, my last year of teaching, that was the most difficult. I hated it. But what I always kept in mind was that my attitude was going to determine my experience. And I preach this to my kids, that when you show up with an attitude of excellence and you just really focus on doing your job, because whatever your job is, you're serving somebody. You're somebody is benefiting and depending from that from that job that you're doing. You may never see it, you may never hear about it, but somebody needs what you're doing. And so just show up and do your best. I used to talk to Mia when she would complain about her job at the restaurant just customers or people. And I would always remind her, you know, you never know who's out with really a heavy heart who's celebrating something really special or momentous and who's struggling in this way or that way. Like you just, we never know. And 
I look at work so much differently now. Like I look at, especially I think a lot of underappreciated jobs like um, hotel cleaners um, or custodians at malls or wherever. It's like they contribute so much to our health, the health of people, right? The safety of people. They have very important and underappreciated jobs, but Every job matters. Every single job matters so much. And if we can just show up with the right mindset, it changes everything. It really is a game changer. And I also remind them and remind myself that just to be employed and have a choice in where we work is such a huge blessing. I'm so grateful for that because we have we have so many choices, especially right now these times. Everybody's looking for workers. So when I was in my 40s, uh, early 40s, that's when I really started to consider what I did or actually didn't want in life. And then I started dreaming what and praying and waiting and doing all the work, but just trying to figure out what what is it that I'm here to do? What am I meant to do? What am I supposed to do? And after all the prayer and reflection and the waiting, it came to me. And that's when I created my first card deck. And now I'm I just I started this podcast. You know, there's different things that, that continue to open up to me because I'm really prayerful about it and I I'm just doing what God is guiding me to do. What I really feel now though is urgency. And I say this to anybody I talk to, I feel this urgency within me because life is so short. I mean, how many people do you know who have left this earth way too soon? unexpectedly, tragically, without warning. It's crazy. Even living a full life is short. So I don't want to waste any time. I want to show up. I want to do my work well. I want to do what I'm called to do. And so that's why I'm taking action. I'm doing it now. And I hope that for all of us. So some of the ways that you guys can or we can evaluate our gifts and, and what our calling is, is to ask certain questions. And I, I can give you some to just start thinking about what are you good at? What energizes you? What fills you with joy? What seems to come easy? And also, what have others complimented you on? That's a big sign. How can you use um, that, whatever gift that is, how can you use it more right where you are. And then lastly, is there a shift that needs to happen to allow you to walk more in your calling? So you can start applying your gifts, your attitude right where you are right now, and you'll make so many things better. But if there's a shift that needs to happen, maybe you need to step out of that job and and go into something different. Uh, That might take time, I'm sure. Uh, You just pray your way through it, but you start planning and preparing right now. I have an embarrassing little story for you. When I was volunteering at my church years ago, this was like 12, 13 years ago. um, I remember I was teaching in the children's ministry as a teacher, but I was teaching full time also. And so I, it was too much. I I wasn't feeling it. And so I decided to, to stop doing that. And my pastor emailed me and he just said, you know, um, there's, there's some other things that we have that, you know, you might want to look into. And I responded that I didn't really know what my calling was. So I'm just gonna, I'll think about, I'll think about it. And now I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. 
yeah, your calling can have something to do with where you serve at church, but really serving at a church is, is different. You, you maybe use your gifts, your talents. Uh, you want to do what you, what you feel more cheerful about doing. But when there's a need, you just hopefully just serve the need. And I regret responding that way and just really not knowing better about that. So just wanted to share that real quick. Um, I have a couple of verses, you know, I always want to share a scripture wherever it applies. So uh, this one really helped me a lot. I used it myself. It comes from Colossians 3.23. And it says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Because aren't people the most, one of the most difficult um, components to any job? For me, that's, that was my experience is just who was there, who I had to kind of put up with or work around. And just keeping in mind that I'm not doing any of this for this person or that person. I'm doing it for God. And for me, you know, with the students, they were always my main focus. I was not concerned with any administrators and I was definitely not concerned with the school district or anybody. It was just the students and God and that's it. And it really helped. And then the next one I have is from Ephesians 6, 7. It says, serve wholeheartedly as if you are serving the Lord, not people. So very similar to the first one. And there is a lot of scripture, very similar to both of these, but that focus on who we're really serving when we show up at work, especially since I'm more awake to the whole idea of doing what I want, doing what I'm called to do. I think of it for so many people, my friends, my family, just in general, is everybody? No, they're not. I know they're not doing. Um, There's so many people who are unhappy in their jobs. And it could be a matter of attitude, but it could also be a matter of just being outside of your calling where you're meant to be. Did you have a dream once to do something? And then because of life's circumstances, you are not, you didn't end up doing that. And so you're now in a completely different um space in your life where you never thought you would be but you're there and now you feel stuck who knows but if you're here then there's still hope you can start now praying about this reflecting about reflecting on this making plans and preparations but also as I said earlier start incorporating a new mindset to just start showing up in a new way, right where you are, even if it even if there is going to be a shift coming, do your very best right where you are right now. So I hope this was helpful to somebody out there. Um, I know that some of these things that I mentioned along the way were very helpful to me when I was still on my journey. Um, but with that, that is all we have for today. Don't forget to join us uh, on Facebook, Tribe Called Blessed, and also check us out at hopeandgreasegifting.com. And until next time, you guys, you be blessed, be a blessing. We'll see you next time.